That's it. That's it. It's over. As soon as Artemi Panarin's shot ricocheted into the net behind Tristan Jari and everybody starts jumping up and down. That's it. Everything that you do leading up to that, every little play, bump, clear, hit, shot, pass, call, poof, just like that. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins coming to you from New York. Site of the Penguins' 4-3 overtime loss in Game 7 of their first round Stanley Cup playoff series with the Rangers. And I'm going to preface this by saying there's no way to do an ordinary episode here where... uh, you know, I feel like I can cover a bunch of different subjects and and do them justice. It's not going to happen. We're going to have days, weeks, and months ahead to go over everything that the Penguins have done and what they've got to do now. In this moment, I'd rather just stay in the moment because what has to sting more than anything else for this group, is that they blew four leads, meaning the two-goal lead in Game 5, the two-goal lead in Game 6, the third-period lead in Game 7, and the fourth lead, of course, is the overall 3-1 to series lead. That's... You know, we can go over each individual play We can go over Louis Domingue's lack of saves and, you know, a power play here, a penalty kill there, a face-off lost here, a missed assignment there. And it can hurt you. It can hurt your analysis because you can just say to yourself, well, if only they fixed that one little thing, everything would have been okay. You know, you could point, as the the Penguins angrily did after this game last night, you know, to Marcus Pedersen losing his helmet, actually having his helmet ripped off by Alexi Lafreniere, and then going back to the bench, and should he have gone to the bench? Should he not have gone to the bench? Should he have just picked up the helmet? Did it even matter because Chris Letang was able to get on the rink before the goal was scored that tied the game? You can do that into oblivion, and you can also, in the process, blind yourself to the bigger thing. And to me, the bigger thing is that this team habitually, from pretty much, I'd say, late January onward, seldom excelled defensively. And that was always, always, always what they needed to do to contend. Without it, they were going to be just another team with a mostly older group up front and the superstars aging and, and whatever else here. Without being able to execute team defense, they were going to be just another team. And that's how and why right now. They are just another team on the outside. 
This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals for those in need. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Where does blame fall for that? That's what everybody wants after a loss, even a routine loss, like in November or December or whatever. Who's to blame? You know, blame is a broader thing in this sense. Uh, If you really want to carry this to some extreme, I can blame Jim Rutherford for grossly overpaying this entire defense corps with the exception of Chris Letang. Letang is the only one. You can say whatever you want about his contract being up and everything. He's the only one who's paid either at or slightly below his actual worth on the market. All of the rest of them across the board. Mike Matheson at $6 million, Brian Dumoulin at $4 million. There's a lot of this team's cap consumed by the guys in the back. And if they are exactly what you would hope that they are for that value, that's great. That's actually really cool. That's a smart way to try to win behind an older core of forwards. But guess what? They aren't. They aren't. John Marino pinched on the first goal. Why? Penguins were doing just fine. His support wasn't needed on that particular play. He allowed a two-on-one. They scored. Matheson allowed a puck to go in off of him for what must have been the 10th time in this series. That was the second goal. Third goal, Patterson, Helmet, whatever. But Marino gave the puck away, which Patterson's helmet had nothing to do with. And then by the time you get to overtime, I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen. I don't know that there's a blame for the overtime goal. It's a power play goal by a legitimately great scorer. In the moment, though, in the moment, what I feel is bad for these guys. I see, you know, not just out on the ice, but I see behind the scenes how hard they compete, what they give, how badly they're hurt watching Tristan Jari walk in to meet with us in that room and his his right foot is just caked with ice and he's barely moving. Jason Zucker, I don't even want to know what's all wrong with him. Sidney Crosby has had his career and really his, um, his lifestyle, the, the way he was going to be able to conduct his life threatened by concussions a few years ago. The look on his face when he walked into the room, I asked him the first couple of questions. And I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't really hear much of what he said because I was just looking at his own reactions, his own emotions in the moment. But yeah, I asked him the question that I felt was most pertinent in the bigger picture. There's no way to look at a game like this without wondering about the core, Gino and Latang with their contract statuses. I mean, you know, what's your thought process right now? Do you have a thought that maybe that was it? I 
it's a possibility. I think we knew that coming into the playoffs, but I think you try not to, to really think about that. You hope that you know, we make a good run, and it's something in the back of your mind. Uh, but it's yeah, it's it's something that uh, we knew was a possibility heading into the playoffs. But I don't think it's something that I really tried to think about too much, to be honest with you. That, my friends, is where we're going to be heading beginning tomorrow with a lot of the discussion regarding this team and its future. When we come back, just one question. And today's J1Q comes from John Columbus, who asks, I vividly remember standing in my kitchen the day that the Penguins won the draft lottery. I called my wife and said the Penguins had just won the Stanley Cup. And she said, what? And I said, we just got Sidney Crosby and we're going to win the Cup. Life moves on. Be grateful, right? You know, John, that is a rare and healthy approach not just to following a sports team, but probably life. Count all our blessings on a daily basis and we'd all be better off, right? Primarily with our health. Nothing matters more. And at the same time, I'm going to repeat that I was just around all of these guys and they're, they're crushed. They're crushed. They'd been, in their eyes, building back up toward being a contender, toward being a legitimate contender for a couple of years now. They ran into a couple of buzzsaws in those couple of years in the Islanders. And then there was the one weird you know, pandemic thing with the Canadians and Carey Price. But they, they believed in this group. Listen to Jake on this subject. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I haven't really thought about it too much. I mean, you know, this league's a business, and um, but you just never know what's going to happen. I mean, we've got guys that have been here a long time, and and they mean so much to Pittsburgh and, and our team. So, yeah, it's tough to say what's going to happen now, but just kind of wait and see. Now listen to the head coach on this subject, and just to preface this, the way I brought it up with him was to remark on their effort, particularly the guys like – uh, Jason Zucker, who you could see very clearly was playing through something significantly debilitating. I can't say enough about this group of players. I just think the world of them. You know, they're they're great people. They're uh, they're a privilege to coach. You know, I told them that after the game. I'm I'm more disappointed for them than I am for anybody because I know how hard, I know how much they care. I know how hard they play. Um, you know, I love coaching these guys. It's it stings when you lose, when you know because you care so much and you and you and you want you want for these guys to uh, to succeed. And what I can tell you is, it's not from a lack of effort or a lack of care. That's for sure. These this is a great group. It, it's worthwhile to try to understand from their standpoint, as humans themselves, as competitors themselves, that. What fans experience in, in seeing a team that wins, you know, three cups 
in the course of the Crosby, Malkin, Latang era and can feel like what you're describing there, John, satisfied, can feel like, you know, hey, this has been tremendous. Let's let's be positive about this. That's not their world. Those guys, including Sid, Gino, Latang, and Jake, who was part of two of them, and Brian Rust, and though he was injured, Brian Dumoulin, they don't let it go. They don't start thinking to themselves, I am lesser now. Um, I'm not as good as I was before. The team isn't as good as it was before because they've been there. They've done it. And when it doesn't happen and you put that much into it, yeah, believe me, they're not, they're not thinking this morning about how glorious 2016 or 2017 were, have memories of something that you know they were celebrating after the game in San Jose or Nashville or even going all the way back to Detroit. They're not doing that. They're not doing that. This was where 100%, maybe 110% in Zucker's case, of their energy went. And it's a, it's a tough, tough, tough day for those guys. And that's, that's where I'm going to leave it for this particular episode. I'm going to leave it right there. We have all the time in the world coming up here, most unfortunately from the Penguins' perspective, to get into where this franchise is going, what really went wrong, who's to blame, uh, you know, who was a pleasant surprise, who was a big disappointment. I've got all kinds of stuff to cover. And for anybody who's new to this whole Daily Shot experience, uh, these don't ever stop. Like, I don't say, oh, well, season's over. I'll see everybody in October. Uh, These will keep going, and I hope that you'll come along with me through the offseason, which is bound to be a pretty significant one for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Thanks so much uh, to everybody for listening. Uh, Thanks for the question, John, and uh, we will do another one tomorrow. 